And welcome to a special episode of The Good, The Bad, and the Podcast, the show where we normally take a given movie genre and explore good, bad, and ugly movies. But this time we've just taken three awful, awful, obscure Christmas movies and we'll be discussing them for you this holiday season. They're not season. necessarily awful. They're... <laughs> Hello, guys. Yes, they are. I am Mark. <laughs> but they are. I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And hear me out on this, though. The, the goal of this was we're doing it a little different. The goal is that each one of us picked a movie and we don't know if it's good, bad, or ugly. So we could have three good movies for all we know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, Fair guys. Spoiling it in the intro. They're terrible. They're all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a discussion. <laughs> well, That's just my opinion. So we can have the debate. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, okay. So, yes, we picked – we all picked obscure Christmas movies. And like I said, we, we don't know which is which. Um, but if we're going chronologically, I guess the one I picked would be first. Um, that one is called Elves. Or Elves. Didn't, didn't, even in the movie, don't they pronounce it? Like, I don't know. Dances with Elves. Yeah. No, but in the movie, like, someone emphasizes it really clearly. I will redo the synopsis. It's from 1989. There is no way this the rating is right, because the, the rating says it's PG-13 from 1989. But maybe. Oh, wow. It says... Uh, yeah. It says a young woman discovers that she is the focus of an evil Nazi. <laughs> Hold on, before I get this description out, we th- we should take a note or uh, a moment to just note that this is probably some parental guidance suggested on this episode. Yes, it's yeah. Christmas, but at least for my movie, um, my movie's a little more adult. And uh, and the trailer, Chris, especially so the trailer, the, the trailer does have a little Christmas bit of violence in it. So just be aware. No family value at all. Yeah. Well. Okay. So and so we'll be talking about Nazis, but at least we're getting it right out of the bat here. Merry Christmas. Um. All right. So a young woman discovers that she is the focus of an evil Nazi experiment involving selective breeding and summoned elves, an attempt to create a race of supermen. She and two of her friends are trapped in a department store with an elf. And only Dan Haggerty as the renegade loose cannon Santa Claus can save them. That's the AKA actor's... wannabe Kurt Russell. <laughs> That's the actor's name. He's actually playing a character named Mike. Uh, so <laughs> here is the trailer for this wonderful movie. Please enjoy. An innocent romp in the woods turns into a hellish nightmare when an evil force is accidentally awakened. Action International Pictures presents the gruesome holiday shocker. Elves. They're not working for Santa anymore. My rough day at work. Santa got murdered. Their mission to mate with a virgin and conquer the world as a pint-sized master race. I'm saving it for someone special. Dan Haggerty stars as Mike McGavin, an ex-detective working on hard times. First you sin and then you die. She is the most important person on Earth. From her will grow the new order. Santa must expose this unholy force before the elves destroy Christmas. Ah! 
working for Santa anymore. And that was Elves. Charles, Charles. why'd you pick this, man? <laughs> what the heck? Dude? Wait, wait. Why do you guys why'd you guys both say it like that? What did I do? <laughs> I was just gonna say that every time I think that you have exposed me to the craziest, most bonkersville movie that could possibly exist, you find one that, that manages to outdo it. So really I, I, I slow clap. Well thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll join. I'll join. What so this is the craziest, most bonkers movie and by I'm sorry I have a cold by the way, but this is the craziest movie I've exposed you to. <laughs> Maybe not the craziest, but it's pretty up there, I would say. <laughs> All right. Do so, do you think it's my good, a good, bad, or ugly pick for me? <laughs> if you had I, to guess. No. Oh, well, let me say something else. I will say that out of our movies, I think, I think personally, two of them are bad and one is ugly. I don't know if that helps you. That would be my personal opinion. Really? Two of them are bad and one of them is mm. ugly. I, I think. I think this is your ugly. Mark, what do you think? Oh, I don't I don't know. Um, it's hard to tell what you think is going to be bad. Sometimes you really surprise me with me what you think is awful because th- you have such <laughs> such awful movies that you think are ugly or even good. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think this would be your ugly out of these three. <laughs> I can't is, I can't is, imagine you This is one of my bad. List. This is one of the is bad. Is it? Okay. All right. All right. I because I I read that description it sounds amazing, but this movie is terrible yeah like i didn't yeah. personally enjoy it and i would never watch it again um i also i don't really know i don't understand the storyline at all like really? well so her grandfather is also her dad and her dad paul yeah yeah her dad paul and, and so he he somehow his granddaughter is going to be the perfect specimen. Like, I don't understand why that was the case. Oh yeah. Because Nazis think they're great, I guess. And they inbreed. I mean, they did that historically, like royalty would inbreed because they would think their genes are the best. So, but yeah, they never explained that. And then on top of that, like, uh, if that's the plan, it seemed like it was just a random thing her and her friends did. If this was the plan all along, I get this, these elves to mate with her. It didn't seem like the yeah, grandfather she, must yeah. do it. And then on top of that, is there more than one elf? <laughs> no, that bothered me about the title too. It's called Elves, and there's literally only one elf the whole time. And yeah, I, I oh wait, wait, not to skip ahead and spoil, but at the very last credit scene, oh. the credits roll over an embryo, like mm-hmm. a infrared thing of an embryo. Maybe that's the second elf. Maybe. Well, oh, and okay, so I did think. So, but they didn't. She. I don't even it know. Didn't, it didn't seem like. And it didn't impregnate her because she blew up the thing. Like, with. She knew what to do somehow. And. <laughs> it was inside of her. I, Wasn't that what she said? So, all so along? Did, it, did it work? Did they. Did they breed? Like. It seemed like that was the implication, but they. I didn't think prior to that embryo popping up that they had actually. Because I'm going to be honest, like if that this that that end scene that could have been chilling. If you're watching an embryo over credits, like I could have said, you know, I'm like, okay, wow. But 
and there were parts of it I did. I actually liked your your discount Kurt Russell guy, Dan Haggerty. I actually liked him. I thought he was one of the better parts of the movie. Um, I liked him too. And, I and did. The, the it just so much of it didn't make sense, and it just I I didn't like it. And the and and there wasn't enough like over the top violence to make me call it ugly. There wasn't enough outside of the ridiculous Nazi plot. A lot of it reminded me of that. Um, what's your one movie? Kelly, uh, the oh, I'm blanking out on her name, uh, but it's the one where it was like she she was a uh, trying to bring Hitler back, the Nazi scientist, and she was oh, a doctor. Flesh Beast. Yes, it was a flesh. What's her name? Monica. Um, uh, no, Veronica Lake. Ver- Veronica Lake. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Veronica Lake. That's what a lot of this reminded me of. And was that your ugly or bad? It was my bad. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I thought, and that's what this reminded me of too. It's like this weird that's Nazi fair. plot and just. I didn't get it. Right. You think it's going to be ugly because it sounds so outlandish right. when on paper, but it kind of just. Right. Meh. So, yeah. So what are your guys' thoughts on this movie? I'm sure you you just told me you loved it, right? <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it. Um, I mean, it, it was hilarious to me how bad the puppet or the <laughs> cgi or whatever it was of elf like this is a, it's a puppet it's a never, terrible puppet its mouth think, never closed like I, nothing about it, it I, just think, I think i think mark was talking about the hand going up the thigh <laughs> like that was yeah. kind like, oh, yeah. someone's controlling that like it's just weird <laughs> it was kind of chilling though that his mouth was just kind of half open the whole time and it was moving around i don't know I laughed the most at this movie out of all three. I will say. You said you liked you laughed the most or you liked the most? What's that? You kind of broke up. What'd you say? You liked this the most? No, I said I laughed oh. the most on this one. But I watched it right after Santa with muscles, so it was kind of a refreshing. <laughs> well, okay, okay. You know, so we'll for you, that for, movie for, for you guys, would this, would, this have been a, would this have been an ugly or a bad for you guys? It's really right in the border right there. It, it, it's on the it bubble. is. <clears throat> I, I guess I would go with bad, but it, it's sort of a close call. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. I think it, it it tips over into the bad category. But there were some good lines. There were some there were some funny parts. I think what, I, what made me laugh was when the scenes hit because it was so dull for so long. Yes. And you have this really gruesome scene where it's like, oh, he's now stabbing the girl, the, the friend that's her girl. And like I didn't expect her to die in the elevator and get shot by the Nazi guys, and so just to just for the listeners, the basic premise is the Nazi plot, yes. But then the the daughter goes to the mall with her two friends, and these uh, three guys are going to come and they're going to have a night together in this in this mall. Meanwhile, the the rundown detective, ex former detective, is a got a job as a Santa Claus in the mall, and he's like they're protecting them. And so most of the movie takes place over a night in the mall. And both friends get killed. The elf kills one of them and the Nazis kill the other one. But <laughs> So when those scenes hit, I was like, oh, this is this made me laugh because I was like watching for 15 minutes with nothing happening. <laughs> well, and there's not even elf pup. there's not even like there's not enough gratuitous crap to it, too. That's the other thing, too. Like as far as, as far as it being dull, it's like it's a dull movie where, you know, there's no I, I didn't think there was any payoff to it. At least like a movie like 
like slumber party massacre where all the girls are in one place like that no that and that but that's a funny movie like at least like at least there's a lot of violence and over the top and all that crazy stuff like this kind of thing like you're expecting it it just doesn't happen so yeah that's yeah. true all right so are you ready to talk about santa with muscles of course sure. i'm always ready to talk about santa with muscles Charles. <laughs> all right do you have the synopsis I do. It's like a one sentence synopsis. But an evil millionaire believes he is Santa Claus after an accident renders him amnesiac. And we should say that that is played by Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. All right, here we go. Here's the trailer. In the season of Santa, there are two kinds of people the naughty. And the nice. I got 50 bucks for the first elf that brings me Santa Claus. Hulk Hogan is Blake Thorne, and he's definitely naughty. To make his getaway, he's going to make a mockery of the world's most beloved hero. Do you have a minute? Fox me, you little brat. That's him. But sometimes, the only way you can feel the spirit of Christmas... Where'd he go? ...is to be hit over the head with it. What? It's showtime. Now, this confused bad boy is Santa, like you've never seen him before. A bearded basher of bad guys. A hero with a silly hat. A Robin Hood in red. Who were those guys anyway? Oh, they were from Mr. Frost. He's been clearing out the whole neighborhood and no one knows why. And he's got three days to foil a band of evil scientists. Assemble the team. They're taking the orphanage. Wait till Santa hears about this. He'll kick your butt to New Year's. Santa, you slay me. Hulk Hogan is Santa with an attitude. Keep the milk and cookies warm. Santa with some friends. Santa with a mission. How are we supposed to get over this? And most of all, he's Santa with muscles. They can't start Christmas without me. Can they? There have been many Santas. You're not Santa. You're better. But there's only one named Hulk. Well, all you had to do was knock. Santa with muscles. And that is the trailer for Santa with muscles. I've got a lot to say about this movie. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts, though, first? This was my pick, by the way. Uh, I So, this is this may surprise you, but this would also be a bad movie for me. So. Yes! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised. That, I, like, that feels this movie's, this movie's terrible. This is Only because nobody could find this to be anything but just terrible, awful. I... Like, I would say that the premise could be good. Like, I was kind of getting like a Miracle on 34th Street vibe kind of thing, and towards the beginning. But I don't, I don't know. Like, he had amnesia, but he can't remember anything. Nothing even about Santa Claus. I don't know. Because he gets amnesia, and the and the elf guy convinces him that he is the actual Santa Claus. And I don't really even understand the elf guy. I don't understand his money problems. That was really vague. Or what yeah. he intended to do. Like, how did he... I like how they went to the ATM. And, and the ATMs, they didn't mm-hmm. need a code. They needed a thumbprint. Like, I've... I thumbprint, don't, I, yeah. I've, 
I don't, I haven't seen ATMs that need thumbprints. Do you guys see that? I don't know. And this no. is in the nineties. I was very confused by that. What did he think he was going to do? Um, I don't know. And it was sort of unclear to me whether he even the elf guy, like whether he even meant to convince him that he was actual Santa or whether he was just like, look, you're wearing a Santa suit. Like, let's go outside and like right. go to work. Like you're Santa, but right I, I, right I and I, yeah because when they were in when they were in the orphanage you could tell that they both knew santa wasn't real but they had to keep the storyline going like hulk hogan so yeah you're right that was confusing too yeah it was yeah it was very and, confusing like I, and and i don't know it's a lot of especially a guy is that high profile of a guy this millionaire in this town right. like i don't know how you wouldn't recognize I, it's just a lot of stuff that didn't make sense um yeah so my my description of this isn't an insult or a joke, but it felt like this movie was written by an 11 year old, <laughs> like in every sense. Cause even especially the villains were like one of the villains was a stink bomb guy. And one of them was a, like had these cool shock gloves on. Like that's something I would have come up with in sixth grade and like typed it out on my Andy computer word processor and mailed it off to Hollywood. And they made the movie. I don't know. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Happened. Yeah, like exactly. Weird. Like the and the villains were they were just weird. And they were driving around in an ice ice cream truck and and the main guy, the main villain guys was named Frost and he was so over the top. I just I I didn't I didn't get a lot of that. And then there's like that kind of I'm not going to spoil it, but the twist at the end um, with it with Are you serious, Charles? You don't want to spoil <laughs> the twist of Santa with muscles where they knew each other since the beginning. These are obscure Christmas movies, all right? So if someone seeks them out. <laughs> so, but... Well, that's so so my second part of the description was that an eleven year old wrote it and then gave it to his like older brother who is a freshman in college with one one semester of creative writing. And the brother was like, let's put it a twist where Hulk Hogan knows Frost since the in the orphanage. And they're like, oh, this is genius. <clears throat> and there you go. Spoiling is that the it. twist you're talking about? Yes, Carl? that one. I actually for, for you know, um, I was actually thinking they were going to end up being brothers. Like, that's that's where I thought it was going. That would have made more sense. Like, uh-huh. OK, so. OK, so let's just list all the things that don't make sense, <clears throat> because. What about Frost's plan? Why did he even want the crystals underneath the orphanage to begin with? Like, and why he, he were there, the why were there crystals it. underneath the orphanage that exploded? Right, in the catacombs. <laughs> in the catacombs of Cincinnati or wherever. This <laughs> why did they filled. explode when you throw them on the ground? <laughs> like, because it's Also a, not answered. That's the same thing that happened in Elves. Like, when she threw the thing down at the end. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Christmas crystals just... explode, Charles, when you throw them on the ground. I don't know. I don't know why any of that. I didn't get his plot. Like, he was buying up all the land. Was it just to buy up the crystals underneath the orphanage? Yeah. And he grew up <laughs> there. Know, yeah. So, I, I mean. Well, okay. On a, on a complete side note, because we're talking about millionaires and evil millionaires. Like, I was saying earlier that um, Jordan Belfort is is one of the producers on this movie. And if you don't recognize that name, um, you probably should because it was in the movie Wolf of Wall Street, which is a really popular movie a few years ago with Leonardo DiCaprio. And uh, DiCaprio played Belfort. Belfort is um, 
as a guy that cheated Wall Street and made millions doing it. And for a period, he was producing movies. And this is one of the movies he produced. So it's part of me. It's like he produced a movie about an evil millionaire going on like an excessive thing, evading the police. Like part of me thinks he put a little bit of himself in this movie. Uh, I, I found that really interesting um, because, you know, millionaires, they're often shown in movies as being like greedy and, you know, and all that and villain, but it's played by Hulk Hogan and he, and he, he almost seems like not evil per se, just more just crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get his personality running around doing all these crazy things. And, um, but in the whole thing was to show that he, I guess, redeemed himself somehow. But even that I didn't really understand because he didn't seem that bad of a guy to me. Um, I don't know. Well, he was all—he was just all caught up with himself. His main story arc was that he was egocentric yeah. and ordering all these guys around, and he ends up adopting all of the orphans, right, or whatever, right. But but, but, but I mean, so go ahead. I was gonna say everything in this movie is over the top. You used that word earlier, Charles, except for Hulk Hogan's performance. I feel like he should have been the most over the top because you know he's a pro wrestler and he's like got this you know huge personality. But in this movie, he was very. Like kind of even keeled and and deadpan. Well, and actually, when he put on the Santa suit and he's, he's just his eyes, you know, he's got the beard and the hat. Like he, I didn't think he was that bad. Like as far as, like I actually thought he was good when he was playing the Santa. Um, believe it or not, I thought he was the most. I found him to be the most ridiculous one. It was like the beginning scenes when he's, ch- you know, the cops are chasing him. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like from the moment he put on the Santa suit, he he did go for a more subdued performance. Um, have you seen a lot of his other films? Like no, uh, I haven't. no, like Suburban Commando and stuff like that. I mean, he made a lot of r- these ridiculous movies. Um, but you're right. I actually I do feel like this was like his most downplayed uh, performance, and and I don't know why. You're right. I think he should have been because the villains were that ridiculous to me in this movie. Like we're saying, yeah. Um, and you brought and, and like uh, there were I, I don't know. There were just some. There were, maybe that would have made the movie a lot better if he had just hammed it up and had a lot of fun with the cheesiness of it. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to make it more serious. But why is is the question? I I do I I think I would have enjoyed it more if he'd been a little hammier with it. I think I would have too because it would have played yeah. more campy. Because you got um, yeah. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Garrett, the 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 guy at the orphanage, the older guy at the orphanage. He's a Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. cast member, one of the original Saturday Night Live people. So you have the comedic actor Ed Ed Bagley uh, Jr. as the villain. You have these people that do a lot of other things, and they're really funny. So I I, I don't get. I I don't know. I feel like they were going for a very comedic movie, like lighthearted, silly movie, and then like you say, Mark, he's Hulk Hogan is not playing it that way, and it's an interesting choice. But yeah. even the like the comedy of the movie is so it's so adolescent. Yeah, I like agree. There, there's no wit or adult. And you and and, and Hulk Hogan never like tears off his clothes and he's never shirtless like with his muscles. Yeah. Like I, I right. expected that. I, I expected a big wrestling thing at the end or something. It never yeah. happens. Yeah. You know. So I feel like you could have put any anybody in that suit. It didn't have to be a Hulk Hogan wrestler. Like they did. They right, totally right, right. didn't use it. It was not. It didn't feel like a Hulk Hogan movie. No. Mm-hmm. I did like that Mila. I liked that uh, Mila Kunis was in it. Yeah. Yeah, baby Mila. And was this, this was from her debut. That seventy show. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She was. She was good in it too. I thought. Out of all the kids. He was horrible. The the elf. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, okay. So, yes. He yeah. He was. The, he was the worst part. I, I think he was probably the worst <laughs> part of the movie. Um, but then you know, especially and again, this goes back to what we're talking about with Hulk Hogan being so lackluster, and you have this other guy hamming it up. It just was a weird dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so I, I don't recommend watching. I don't recommend seeking this one out if you're out there. Don't don't go. No, and I'll, I'll even go on record as saying this is probably worst five movies of all time for me that I've ever seen. Really? The least enjoyment I've gotten out of Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, it was not enjoyable. It, like, but there's just nothing salvageable, and I don't know. Just I felt I, nothing. I've watched some bad movies with you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, this is that's a powerful statement. I mean, we watched yeah. The Last Jedi, so it's, that's a that's a bold statement. <laughs> No, I'm just just kidding. Don't give me Star Wars. Just kidding, Star Wars guys. Um, all right, so we're ready to move on to the next one. Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, this will be yours, Kelly. Uh, do you have a synopsis? Yeah, I do. Okay, right. so this is the Christmas List from 1997, starring Mimi Rogers. Um, perfume sales lady Melody Paris feels like her life is in neutral. Her stick in the mud boyfriend won't commit, and she gets passed over for a promotion at the store where she works. Uh, she decides to make a Christmas list. After it's deposited in Santa's mailbox at the store, she starts getting everything she wanted, but it doesn't always turn out as she expected. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I couldn't find a quote-unquote trailer uh, for this movie. I found more like a music video. Um, <laughs> but it, okay. But it, I, I don't even know if it's like an official one. It, it seems very fan-made. Um and it's long. It's like over four minutes. Um, so for those that are watching, okay, you'll see some clips that are very random. For those that are listening, you're just going to hear a song. Um, so my question is, Kelly, do you want me to play this or do you? Uh, maybe play part of it okay, or something so, we'll, so people we'll, can get we'll, a little taste. We'll start yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, uh, by the way, it's kind of like a, I should also say, it's kind of like a Cliff Notes version of the movie because it literally goes from beginning to end <laughs> so uh, without n- hearing nothing but the music like so it's not like you you're hearing them talk or explain anything you're just yeah so well charles why don't why we'll don't you leave our audio on and we can talk about it as we see it all right well it's gonna be a little bit there is a little bit of a delay guys right so i mean I yeah, can, yeah. If you want me to. but all right here we go i'll leave i'll leave our audio running okay. and I'll, I'll try to lower that song a little bit and Kelly, when when you're sick of it, you give me the the cue and we'll turn it off. Here we go. Okay. This is the non-trailer for the Christmas list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night I took a walk in the snow. Couples holding hands, places to go. Seems like everyone but me is in love. Santa, can you hear me? I like her beret. It's very fashionable there. Yeah. That's her uh, boyfriend, George. George. He was the he was the best worst part of this movie. Yeah. The writer the writers nailed George's character. Yeah. I like the speech with- at the end when he, he proposes. And yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You've landed one of the most eligible bachelors in the city, and even I don't know how you did yes. it. Yes, and then he's like, he's like, at your age, it'll stop coming, <laughs> whatever. It's like she wasn't even forty at this point. No. Yeah. 
Uh, I Amy Rogers. <laughs> Slow mo walk towards the car. <laughs> Can you tell they're falling in love? If not, <laughs> we put it in slow mos. <laughs> Yeah, I also I was curious why the Mater D took David like to the table when he knew <laughs> she wasn't there anymore at the yeah. <laughs> the dancing place. I was like, what did what does that accomplish? I don't I don't know. I'm very confused. That's not to pull those threads, Kelly. Yeah. So you guys, it's kind of funny because your audio is going to be behind what the people are actually seeing. <laughs> And my oh. audio will be in sync with it because I'm seeing it live. It's, it's the way we do our <laughs> broadcast here, guys. So right now I'm seeing the maitre d' being given a fifty dollar bill, and you guys haven't seen that yet. And I'm oh, <laughs> oh, yep, there yeah. it is. So anyway, this will be fun. This will be even audio, more fun for the people listening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the future. The only three but it's yeah. but the thing is, these clips are so random. Like the, again, that's another reason I don't think this is like. An official thing. I don't really know. But Or it's like a or it's like a TV spot for whatever. The Disney Channel. Well, it's a long TV spot. Because there's a Disney Channel. I, I guess <laughs> we are not sponsored by the Disney Channel, but there is a logo in the, in the video. <laughs> Which will probably get us like they'll pull this video. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, uh, and there's her friend. Her friend was terrible, like getting her almost fired at the beginning and uh, really you didn't which which friend like the not friend or her real friend which one was the not friend the one who tried to pass herself off as the perfume oh no that was not her genius. friend that was the worker no no the her real friend i thought was terrible oh. like when she took her oh. list at the beginning and like they they fought and ran around the store and put it in the <laughs> box i was like really um, <laughs> and i don't I don't really understand. I mean, I guess we might as well talk about the movie while this is playing, yeah. too. I don't, yeah, we can stop the trailer. Well, you want to stop the trailer? It's, I, I feel like it's almost getting there. I don't know. Maybe not. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's almost here because here it's two years later. And it's showing the, the uh, what is it, an epilogue, I guess. Yeah. With the with their baby. Well, I Cyprus. I, I didn't see that. What? I don't think oh. I saw the. I no, don't think I saw you, the epilogue. Then you missed the Maybe whole movie. Then that's the that's the, the zoom in on the star. Oh, no, wait, wait, let is, me see it. Let me see it. Maybe I did. This is the really. This is really important, Mark. You the won't final the, triumphant Christmas. That's song. right. And we're back. There's no more video. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know, like that. It, without if you didn't see that, Mark, are you sure you watched the movie? No, no? I must. Yeah, no, I, I did see because I remember the very last scene with the star. So I must have just not seen the. Register the baby. I was looking away. Yeah, for a no, second. no. So they got married. Well, so see, so, yeah, so she got two proposals in one night, each within a few minutes yeah. of each other, and mm-hmm. which I... is surprising because <laughs> at her age, the proposals you know usually yeah. don't come very very often. And again, she's not even uh-huh. old. Oh god. <clears throat> yeah, I know she's like thirty-five. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's what her character was in the movie, but I think she was in her late thirty. But either way, like I don't know. So Kelly, this, why did this, you choose this? Why did I choose this? I this is this is very classic ugly to me. Like I, I it's cheesy as heck, but I 
it is it has its own certain charms and I my agree. heart was warmed while I watched it and I I mean Mimi Rogers like was a little I don't know stiff I I guess but she also she was also kind of good in it like some some moments were better than others but I liked her character I thought she um you know the the her relationship with the the kid and the and the dad like had sort of echoes of Sleepless in Seattle exactly. a little bit. That's exactly what I was thinking, I, and I really mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, uh, and I actually I thought it was a really kind of a sad thing when he wanted his mom's perfume and the, like this lady that has this like you know amazing ability was able to do it for him. That's that that I like that part. Yeah. I really did. The kid was a pretty good actor too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the. The, was the uh, the doctor's fiance? Was that Marla Maples? Is that yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So she was. I thought uh, I couldn't stand her character. I don't know. I know they have yeah, to but, do stuff like that, but oh yeah, but I mean that was the point of it, right? Yeah, but like, like she did a good job. She was actually she was yeah, but like I hate the I it just like even her buying that ring at the end to just go. It's like come on, yeah. It's just so that stuff like that. I, that dips into the ugly territory for me. Mm-hmm. And the maitre d and her and her like I don't know. It's like because sometimes her character I really felt sorry for her and I liked her character. And other times I was like, man, she's being ridiculous, kind of in this moment right now, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna go to Timbuktu. It's <laughs> like okay, well, do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. And I, this is just you know, again, these are threads we shouldn't pull at. But the when she buys the fake engagement ring, Marla Maples, and he's like, "This is only three hundred and fifty dollars." And like, what? It, it was supposed to be this big honker of a ring that was. This is in the nineties, you know? Kelly. That's how much the rings were. <laughs> that's, if that's the case, yeah. wow. You got married in the wrong decade and the wrong Apparently. century. Yeah. Uh, accurate. I mean, it was a nice, tightly written movie, and it was, you know, it was cleverly written, and it was a fun. It was a fun movie to watch during Christmas time. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's cute. It is. It is. And like I said, I always call it an ugly movie, but. I don't really understand what's happening. Like, was what? it? Why? It was very ex- stuff. <laughs> so the stuff when she would see them with the Santa hat on. I mean, yeah. What was there Christmas magic happening? Like, was it Santa Claus? Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, dude. She put the list in Santa's mailbox, and she got all of the items she wished for, but not in the way she wished for them. It's very ironic. Okay. I, what, I don't, what don't you get? <laughs> but that's. But that just seems to be counterproductive. What was missing in her life? But why would they look like Santa? Why is Santa doing an ironic Christmas giving thing? It's like a Charles. What do you mean? Like I don't even know how to explain it. Well, because it's almost like it's almost like Christmas mischief or something. Like I don't feel like Santa would be right, messing right. with people that way. Yeah, because you know you don't you you get what you want, but not what you need. Or no, vice versa. That's backwards. That's backwards. This is like the Rolling Stones song. Is that what you're saying? You can always well, get what no, you want. I'm, I'm pulling from uh, Princess and the Frog. Anyway, okay, but you're you, saying it's 
the means justify the end? What she the thinks, end justifies the means? She whatever thinks the she is? knows what she wants. She makes this Christmas list. She thinks she knows she wants all these things. And Santa, being the wise mythological guy he is, shows her what she really needs by giving her what she wants and making her realize it's not really what she needs because it ends up badly. You're so wise, Mark. <laughs> not as wise as Santa Claus, but maybe one day. <laughs> Right, Charles. I don't know. You get it now. I, I don't know. It's I like, but okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. These are clever. These are clever plot devices. But it's she, like she, 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 the car but it's like she gets she, she gets all that money and then has to like give it back. Yeah, which they never really. I kept expecting that to be right. A bigger. Like I feel like days went by after the revelation that she had to give it back, but she was supposed to give it back that day, so, like, what and was we the never point? saw like, how she what, came what, up with what it. What was the point of all that? Like, like, did she put more money on the list? Like, <laughs> yeah, did she? I that I I don't remember. Did she actually ask for cash, or did she ask for? No, I think she put something about wanting her own store, and the cash oh, okay. was like how she right. Was so, able to so get. that was just a weird way that Santa was messing with her for no reason. Yeah, I mean, for for those who haven't seen the movie, Santa's not actually a character in it. Charles is just no. inferring from the well. Okay, but so are you now, though, because but... like what that's the thing. <laughs> what what is what is the Christmas magic? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all wearing Santa hats when they jingled. And right, right. And that whole thing. And like, even the guy Just towing the car, like, had the Christmas hat on. And I'm like, what did the. <laughs> what did that mean? Just the, way, the way you're saying it, you're making it seem like Santa's a character and he's like, you know. Skipping around behind the scenes, but we just we only see, we only see these people with Santa hats and like a, a halo light behind them, which I don't get because they don't yeah, see people. No, right. They don't see evil at times. The guy in the tow truck driving by with the Santa hat. Come on, yeah, yeah. And it's like literal jingle bells. <clears throat> but that's the fun because it's like, oh, this is you know Santa's supposed to just give us what's on our wish list, and it, that's not how it's happening. And so well, she she always. Mimi Rogers always had this really confused look well, on not, her face. Okay, and back to, actually, the first couple of times it happened, I and she would grab her ear and like her head, and I I really thought this was going to be like that John Travolta movie <laughs> phenomenon. Do you remember that? Where it's like he's got cancer, he had a stroke, he's got whatever it is. And it's like <laughs> it's got a tumor in his brain that's like slowly killing him. And I thought <laughs> I thought this is where this was going to go because I. You know, I, I know it wasn't a Lifetime movie, but that's something Lifetime would have done. And then, yeah, I was about yeah. to say it, w- it would go from a Hallmark movie to a Lifetime movie. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't. That's funny, but that, I really did think she's just seeing things and is going crazy. I thought that was going to be the twist. I thought that for a little while until <laughs> until like stuff started actually happen that was good. I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, yeah, for a while because it was like she was just getting everything, and you're yeah. like, wow, this is this is oh, working cool. out for you. Yeah, right? and she's slowly dying. <laughs> She starts bleeding from the ear. Yeah. Yeah. Like 11 or something. I don't know. But. The, uh, the whole thing. Everything with her mom. Like. I didn't get that either. Mrs. Claus type. Yeah. And like she had well, those she red went, shoes at the end. The that's like She did like the Wizard of Oz kind of red shoes at the end that she clicked. And it's at the end. Yeah. And they all laughed and hugged. And then. And then <laughs> like she got engaged. See- and then she got proposed to a second later. And everybody's happy. <laughs> Yep. I'm perfectly fine with all of this. I think this is a good movie. Really? Do you really? No, no. 
It's oh. definitely ugly. So, Charles, this was your ugly movie? This would have been the ugly one, yeah. the one that you would have said. Yeah. Kelly, what would you have said? Um, ugly, yeah, ugly for me. So we had, we did end up having, angry. yeah, okay. Hey, yeah, okay. So we all kind of agreed then. Two bad movies and an ugly. Yeah. The yeah. bad, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, this is a very wow. weird episode. When was, the, when was the last time we all agreed about which one was which? That's awesome. <sighs> this is fun. It's been a should, minute. I kind of like this format, actually. This was kind of cool. Because, um, yeah, because yeah, nice. this way we did, we really didn't know if it was going to be good, bad, or ugly or anything else, so... Maybe this yeah. is something we could experiment with in the future. Mystery bag. Um, have you seen Star Wars yet, Kelly? No, I haven't. All right, so I'm going to spoil everything right it. now. Um, here we go. <sighs> no, just kidding. But at some point, I would like to do an episode about the new Star Wars movie. Like, maybe give it a week or so and yeah. talk about it like we usually do, Mark. Um, yeah, I'd like to see it again first as well. Baby Yoda. Did well, you... Did you like it? I don't know if I can say yet. <laughs> Did okay. you like it, Mark? I liked it. Yeah. I, Initial reaction. Uh, my, if you want I a short also, reaction on me, I'll say I, I'm I'm mixed about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into. Yeah. There are a lot of things they did in the new trilogy that I just don't like overall. Like kind of the hokey comedy buddy. It's almost like, I don't know. I, I will say that I you, you laughed quite a bit at the showing, Mark. There, was, there were parts that you were cracking me up on. Yeah. Well, they, they did a lot of see through. Yeah, I was going to say, every c 3 PO line you laughed at. Um, yeah. But, oh, the one, yeah, where they, no, I don't want to, yeah, no spoilers, spoil yeah. I won't spoil it, but yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll get together shortly and and do a, do a special on that. Um, the next one is cool. Kelly's pick, right? And Kelly already, yes. we've already, can you refresh us on what your topic and what your three movies were? Yes, I, the picks, we never did talk about them, oh. but the topic is Kira Knightley period pieces. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Oh, wow. I guess yeah. I thought you'd given us your picks. I thought you texted it. It's okay. You're right. Do you, you have, have your title you have yet? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, so we'll, that's what we'll be doing in January, I guess. So that'll be in the new year. It's going to be 2020. It's crazy. Ooh. We are past uh, Blade Runner movie. That happened, it was in November of 2019. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So, is there a nice little graphic of the like timeline of movies that are from the future? That'd be cool. We should... like back Back to the Future was what 2015? 12? 2015? Yeah, because Back to the Future is all thirties, so it was like fifty five, eighty five, and fifteen. It'd be cool to see which one was the most accurate in terms of portraying. The future, anyway. Yeah, that I'm would be interesting. It. Yeah, no, that would be interesting because, like, Demolition Man. That was I forget what what year that took place in. I bet a lot of the Spielberg movies, like, uh, I'd be curious because I know, like, he made Minority Report, but that's way far in the future. It's like, yeah. that's like twenty fifty four. But I know that he based a lot of it off of like things that were being developed at the time. So, but yeah, that'd be a good good thing. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Um, for man, for an episode that included Hulk Hogan and elves and all that, like I, I wish we would have had more ugly movies to really laugh at. But um, yeah, you know, we're kind of well. Yeah. So maybe we'll do this again next year. Similar topic. Um, but I guess I guess Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays, everyone watching yeah. out there. I don't I don't even know who's watching, but 
take some time and enjoy the peace of the season. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, we'll be we'll be back talking about Star Wars, the rise of this rise of Skywalker, and uh, which is said to be the last of the Skywalker saga. So I don't know, I don't know what the future of Star Wars is. Do you like the Mandalorian, Mark? Love it. Yep. Do you watch it, Kelly? It's good stuff. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I don't have Disney Plus. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, I like it too. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's rough. Sorry. All right. No, I'm just. It's All a right. shame. Are you ready for the outro? <laughs> yeah. That means that uh, it's time for me to tell you all. You can check us out at itsjustawesome.com or on Twitter and iTunes at Good Bad Podcast, all one word. Yep. Like I said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. It's 2020. I'm really excited. That just sounds like a cool year. It sounds like we're in the future, guys. Yeah. It See does. The new year. Yeah. All, right, all right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Have a good one.